found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, we made, well, we made it to the hump day portion of the week of Wednesday. This is the 8th day of June. Good morning to you, Matthew. Good yes, good morning. You. Good morning, to see you, buddy. How are you? Great. Just great. Great. Just dandy. Great. Well, after yesterday's show, let's see what happens today. Mm. Well, that was quite a hoot talking about that psychic. <laughs> yeah. As we know, prices are surging due to inflation. Mm-hmm. Levels not seen in 50 years. Companies have continued the practice of product downsizing or shrinkflation. Oh. So, you'll notice your butt wipe, Charmin. Oh, this is... It's not as white as it used to be. I... <laughs> we're, we're getting even less for our money. How exciting. <laughs> so Charmin, Bounty, Gatorade, they're all downsizing their products recently as costs are going up. Honey Bunches of Oats, they've downsized. The weight of their standard box previously at 14 and a half ounces down to 12. Oh, boy. 12 ounces. Another shrinkflation in recent weeks. Falker's coffee <laughs> shrank the size of its containers by 7.5 ounces and won't be able to top 64 cups yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, I, We call it Falker's. It's Folger's week. It says the U.S. inflation rate hit 8.5% in March, the highest since 1981. Mm. 1981. Back then I was on my sixth marriage. And uh, <laughs> that's unbelievable, though. Yeah, that's not fair. That's you know, it's not fair that they're shrinking stuff. Can't we go to the uh, White House and stand outside? It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could. <laughs> Is this? Uh, I just don't get it. Why stuff have to shrink? I mean, they're still probably raising the price and they're shrinking it to boot. That's, well, yeah, that's been going on yeah. for years now. That's the problem. Remember when I told you about the uh, indentation on the bottom of your uh, plastic containers? Yeah. So it looks the same, but that's where they, that's where they get you. Look, turn those, your mayo, peanut butter, turn that over. Look at it. Oh, my gosh. They know the tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this would happen, but a guy was bitten by an alligator he mistook for a dog. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> <sighs> this was in Sarasota, Florida. Investigators say the man told them he was walking outside the motel overnight. When he spotted a dark figure moving along the bushes on the shell path. Now, mister, you're in Florida, okay? <laughs> he stated the figure appeared to look like a dog with a long leash. <laughs> Which is why he wasn't hesitant to move out of the way. Yeah, I thought I'd go over and <laughs> say hello. Hey there, little guy. <laughs> That's when deputies say the gator bit his right leg, ripping off a chunk of muscle. Oh, my gosh. 
as he tried to get away. Luckily, he was able to flag down a deputy who was already in the area on an unrelated call. He called the paramedics, the man taken to the hospital. A police officer managed to capture the gator before the licensed trapper arrived. The trapper then removed the reptile from the area. Again, they just come back, don't they? How far do you take them? You know, when, when do you decide <laughs> you're far, far enough? How far in the country you know, is enough? Do you just leave it in another city? <laughs> do you get it out of Sarasota? <laughs> uh, you we'll take let, it over to Pensacola. <laughs> we'll, we'll let those guys deal with it. <laughs> wow. A piece of muscle ripped out. How do you mistake it? How do you do Not that? a dog, not a dog, not a dog. <laughs> is that... I just don't see how you can mistake it. <laughs> uh, hey, hey there, Bella. <laughs> what are you doing out tonight? Uh, not a dog, not a dog. I Come just on, uh, that's unbelievable. Uh, let's see, Walmart. Walmart has stopped selling, and I hope I say this right, Chayoko coconut milk after a company. A uh, campaign filed by PETA. PETA says the milk's Thai producers use chained up monkeys to pick the fruit it's made from. What? So they, <laughs> they're they using monkeys to collect the coconuts, evidently. Oh. Walmart made the decision after oh, receiving okay, yeah, yeah. 86,000 emails okay. from PETA supporters. They're the fastest store to ditch the milk after similar decisions by Target, Costco, and others. Who would dream that? Monkeys are climbing trees to get your coconuts. They're chained. (laughs) I mean, um, would you be okay if they were unchained? You know, so... Right. You just ship them up. Yeah. Bring it back, Coco. (laughs) Uh, so PETA's executive vice president said the coconut trade uses social monkeys as chained up coconut picking machines. Depri- this isn't funny. Depri- depriving them. I'm just of, envisioning it. Of any opportunity to eat, play, or spend time with their families. One of their uncles got shipped over here years ago. Because he was working with an organ grinder. Yep. And he would tip his hat. <laughs> and take your coins. Mm. Only silver. Only silver. <laughs> that little guy grabbed my fingers. It hurt. <laughs> I'm just envisioning these guys. How many coconuts do they get an hour? What, can you look that up? How many coconuts can a monkey collect in one hour? All right. They're awfully little, okay? I don't think they're very good-sized monkeys. And you have to keep them on task? Like, I get, you know. I do. do they get up there and mess around? I mean. <laughs> Eat some fleas. Take a break. What am I looking up? How many coconuts? <laughs> can a monkey. Can a. <laughs> retrieve in an hour. Monkey. Retrieve. Uh, in a okay, here we go. In a day, this is okay. Here we go. A day. All right. No. 
So this is from a BBC article. Okay. All right. And this is a uh, a quote from PETA. Okay. So, All right. Male monkeys are able to pick up to 1,000 coconuts a day. Are you kidding a me? 1,000 coconuts. It's thought that a human can do about 80. <laughs> no kidding. It said also discovered monkey schools where the animals were trained to pick fruit as well as ride bikes or play basketball for the entertainment of tourists. I'm sorry. You know, I don't, I just, I find it amusing because I envision it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, I don't think it's right to do that to monkeys or any other animal. Okay. But I'd never envision they could do a thousand a, a day. A thousand. That's a lot of coconuts. You got a couple of hundred out there on your coconut farm. You're in quite a production. So this is from an NPR article. If you've consumed coconut oil or coconut meat lately, there's a reasonable chance it was imported from Thailand. And if it was, there's an even better chance the farmer who grew that coconut had a monkey fetch it from a tall tree. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thailand has been raising and training pigtailed macaques, yep. what they called macaques, <laughs> to pick coconuts for around 400 years. Okay, now why is it a big deal now? Coconut farmers in Sri Lanka, Malaysia, India, and other countries in the region sometimes rely on monkeys too. I'm sure it's been going on. Turns out a male monkey can collect an average of 1,600 coconuts per day. <laughs> Females can get 600, while a human can only get about 80. <laughs> I'd be out there working amongst them. <laughs> Hello, Baco. <laughs> <laughs> Clocking in, Baco. <laughs> uh, so, and again, you know, I, I make light of it, but it, you're right. It's, you know, I. But they've been doing it for 400 years. Animal aware people are increasingly avoiding coconut products that come from monkey slavery. That's from a group which advocates a vegan diet. Okay. I'd never dreamed they could get that many coconuts. So that's quite lucrative. Anyway, at 6.37, we've got a break, and we'll be back with more Tidbits. This is Tidbits. Well, as you recall, what was it? Probably a week or so ago, I told you of Jif Peanut Butter's recall. And now more than a dozen products using Jif have been recalled. Yeah. All for salam, salmonella outbreak. First recalled May 20th after 14 salmonella cases were reported in several states. Food and Drug Administration investigators traced the nasty bacteria to a J.M. Smucker Company facility in Lexington. The outbreak is now up to 16 cases. Two hospitalizations. Meanwhile, products that use Jif have been, have uh, initiated their own recalls. Most recent from Taharka Brothers Ice Cream in Baltimore. They make peanut butter cup ice cream and sell it to various vendors. Previous recalls include Wilbur chocolate products, Wawa apple, hmm. and peanut butter dippers. Several fresh fruit cup brands. Fudge and Mentals brand to fudge sold at Walmart. And several baked goods from the mid-Atlantic supermarket chain Giant Eagle. So, 
I still have my jar. I've not, <laughs> I've not had a peanut butter sandwich, however, since I first announced this. Well, <clears throat> it says the full list is so extensive. The FDA created a separate page to track all the GIF tainted products, so it's a huge deal. So I, elderly and immune compromised people are at greater risk of serious illness and death. So be advised of that. Yep. Perhaps I'll have a peanut butter sandwich at some time, but uh, I don't know. Okay, good luck. <clears throat> that's my. That's <laughs> <Just> my <laughs> taking a bite. Okay. <laughs> All right, here, here goes again. <laughs> That's the only peanut butter I really like. Yeah. And, you know, when pe- people get their favorite, you know, there are people out there that are strictly Peter Pan, strictly skinny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Creamy and or chunky, you know. You you and your wife settled on a... Generic. A generic, and you're okay <laughs> with it, you know. And that's all that matters if you can, you know, come to the right conclusion. You've got to be careful when it comes to bears. This in New Hampshire. A uh, video of a bear that broke into a car to help himself to a discarded McDonald's food bag. <laughs> you can't have anything. When bears are around, broke into the car in a parking lot of a restaurant in Jackson. The uh, Bruin, Brazen Bruin, decided to help himself to a discarded McDonald's food bag inside a car. Police said the incident should serve as a reminder to keep your windows up, doors locked, and cars clear of snacks. <laughs> Other people that's got just a, their whole back floorboards covered. <laughs> you know, you know those people. Yeah. Sometimes you've been one of them. I've been one of them. <laughs> <laughs> when you started talking, I'm like, wait, that's me. <laughs> it's just, you know, convenient, you know. Well, when you have kids, yeah. it, it's inevitable that that happens. French fries in the car seat. It's like you, you know? go back and you find things. You're like, do you guys, does anything make it in your face? Like, <sighs> This, uh, another bear story, an unlikely meeting between a bear and a pet dog. This in New York, a woman says the bear climbed up to the second story of their home where it came face to face with the pet dog. (laughs) A closed window separated the two. The bear was up that high trying to reach a bird feeder. They'll eat seeds. Can, can bears not survive on their own anymore? Is that a bird feeder? A bird feeder. Find your own food, man. I mean, that's a, maybe he likes sunflower seeds, you know. But there's not very many in bird feeders, right? You know, it's more. Can, do they like eating bird seed? I guess. Bear climbed up. <laughs> and here's a new survey. Finds 83% of the people surveyed would never tell their family if they won the lottery. <laughs> they would never tell them. Wouldn't you just, tell their family. You just show up driving you know, your brand new car, brand new house, new clothes. 88%. <laughs> Now, come on, 88% would donate the money, giving a slice to the jack of the jackpot to charities or relatives in need. 
Interestingly, 2% are ready to walk away from their significant other once they know they're a winner. Jeez. <laughs> well, I'm out. This is all I need. <laughs> if the average person won a mill, yeah. the survey finds they would share 288573 with their partner. All right. However, if it was the other way around, the average respondent expects their partner to share more of that money. <laughs> it would create an argument. It would. Yeah. And again, you got to figure this after tax. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. As for big purchases, the most popular on the poll shopping list are a new home, a trip, and a new car. For the remainder of the cash, people want to spend wisely by making their money work for them. <laughs> yep. Two out of five would invest in cryptocurrency. <laughs> Why? Because you really understand that. <laughs> Just because you're an expert, right? You've, you've heard great things. Sixty-eight <laughs> percent would keep it in the bank, mm. put it in a four hundred one k, or invest in the stocks. There you go. So, <laughs> and again, if, if you want a mill, I presume you'd have somewhere around what seven hundred thousand. <laughs> <clears throat> roughly yeah, you know yeah. you'd lose about 300,000 or so just in right off the bat so you're truly not a millionaire but I feel like with strategic investments you know especially for like you and I that's quitting yeah. money well for me for sure I mean that's okay. for sure yeah, yeah. I you know I just yep. like that and, uh, you know, I may not tell anyone. I just may not show up. It'd be, you know. <laughs> they would disappear. <laughs> you know. Phone's ringing, but it's underwater, Matt. I yep. threw it in the river. Yep. I'm way out of town. See ya. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't do that. I, but it, it'd make it nice to know you've got that cushion. Yeah. It's nice, right? Especially with inflation. Oh, you for know, sure. I mean, it's terrible. For sure. So, there you go. Some tidbits. On this Wednesday, hump day. If winning the ticket for, okay, the Brookwig. Okay. If uh, winning ticket, oh, this is, okay. So if you bought a ticket for someone else, what would happen if that person hit the big one? So Dale, happy birthday, buddy. I got you a lottery ticket. Suddenly, bam, you're a millionaire. Okay. Yeah. Nearly half the poll has already thought ahead and have promised to split the money with their friend. So I'm going to give you this, but if you win, you got to share it. Okay. Is that right? Really? I mean, it's not. It's not right. It doesn't seem like it. Like, it doesn't. Like, if I give you something, I shouldn't expect anything in return, right? right? That would be on you yeah. to decide, wow, he bought this for me. I won. I should give him some, you know? I mean, you give me $10 at a birthday card, I invest it in a slot machine. I don't owe you because I won money right. off your 10 bucks. Right. Right? And, you you know, every every birthday, I get 10 bucks from you. It's true. We're kind to each other in birthdays and holidays. We bought exactly zero gifts over the course of our entire. Actually, no, that's not true. We had the with the Christmas stockings that one year. Yes. So we did do that. Oh, that was lovely. That was. We need to bring that back. Okay. Um, if that winning ticket was for at least a million, more people would expect to get a piece of the action from their coworkers at fifty-eight percent. So 58%, if I bought this for my coworker, I expect money back. And then what do you expect out of it? Then if you buy it for a family member, it yeah. goes down to 38%. So, again, what are you expecting? You want half? 
Are they expecting half? It just says a piece of the action, so I don't know what that would be. You offer them, here's a hundred things. You know, that's not going to fly. Most... if you do end up splitting the winnings with someone else, most think their coworkers will shortchange them <laughs> by twenty grand, and forty nine percent think the lucky coworker would forget to share the jackpot. Oh, I wonder. I totally forgot to write you that check, man. Matt and I would suddenly avoid one another in the building. <laughs> We're not doing the show today. <laughs> we'll never have to worry about that because we just don't do that. That's right. So, and I wouldn't recommend that at all. You know, I've given lottery scratch offs before, but I give them and not expecting to get any. In fact, I gave some for Christmas this year. Oh yeah, that's right. And they were and, and he won ten bucks. Yeah. I didn't ask Skyler for half of that. It's true. You know, uh, I paid for that. <laughs> It was an Elvis scratch off. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So, anyway, there you go, Matt. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you, All buddy. Right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.